0: Him to Where, father? What I need help! What is democracy? What is democracy? It's got something to do with young men killing each other? Aren't you? When it comes to my turn, will you want me like to go? For democracy, any man would give his only begotten son. What's up, everybody? Darren Wisely here. Just thrilled to be with you today. We have a really good show for you. It's an explosive revelation. For those who haven't figured out what's really going on here, it will really blow your mind. (laughs) Alright, I'll stop. (laughs) But I am still, in spite of the staunch competition, Hillsdale's most trusted and beloved lawyer, which, as many of you know by now, I gave that title to myself. For those new to the show, and it seems like we got a lot of newcomers last episode, so I really appreciate all the shares and subscriptions we're getting, I provide a unique perspective on matters that are either we're being completely lied to about or are simply flat out ignored and swept under the rug. And we are the thought criminals here because we question the official narrative and that is something you are just not allowed to do. My last show was taken down from YouTube. Why? Because I mentioned the endless COVID hypocrisy and St. Fauci and the holy jab. So I'm going to have to be more selective with which shows I do or do not put on YouTube because one or two more of these strikes... And my whole page is just going to be nuked, and I don't want to deal with that. But all of my shows are always going to be right here in the substack, which will also be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all those other uh, platforms. And I will likely look into other video mediums as well, because I know some people like that. If you have a preference uh, that I'm not using, please, please leave a comment. Because ultimately this content is for you guys, and I want to make this show as accessible, as easy to watch as possible. But at the end of the day, I make this show to get the truth and try to cut through the endless lies thrown at us every day from every type of media outlet. And I've done that ad nauseum about every type of COVID issue, as well as my insurrection Government violating our rights at every turn, big tech censorship. But today, I'm going to discuss a topic I've never covered on the show before. So, that's kind of exciting. But wow, is this? it's just so perfect. Because it's all about the endless lies we're fed every single day and the endless gaslighting. And even when the narrative is collapsing all around them, they keep pushing the same thing because people are programmed to just regurgitate what they hear on the TV. And it's also a great example of how they just use distractions and completely leave things out of the media, might challenge the official narrative. Today's story is the truth about the Nord Stream pipeline being sabotaged and blown up, and how we're fed lie after lie after lie on that topic. So just so we're all clear on the same page, um Nord Stream 1 had been providing Germany and much of Western Europe with cheap Russian natural gas for more than a decade. A second pair of pipelines called Nord Stream 2 had been built and completed in 2021, I believe, but were not yet operational. I think they were still pending some kind of German we have to make sure this thing is good for the environment inspection. You know, the last thing they want to do is piss off Greta Thornburg. <laughs> so this direct route um, for natural gas is great for the German economy. Um, it, it's, it's enjoyed a, an abundance of cheap Russian natural gas, enough to run its factories and heat its homes, while enabling German distributors to sell the excess gas at a profit throughout Western Europe. In September... As I'm sure you all recall, three of the four pipelines were destroyed in an explosion. And I'm sure if you remember that, you remember the hysteria that ensued afterward. (laughs) Immediately after, what happened? Everyone in the media and government, including governments throughout the entire West, jumped right to big bad Putin. Putin did it. We don't have any evidence, but we know Putin did it because he's bad. And what do I always tell you? Any time the media and government are all, are all pushing the same narrative, the narrative is a lie. Every time never fails. So for me, knowing this fact, I was convinced Russia had nothing to do with it. First off, the media and the Biden regime had been pushing a completely phony narrative, on the whole Russia-Ukraine war from the very beginning. On top of that, why would Russia blow up their own pipeline? (laughs) That makes zero sense. If they didn't want to get the gas to Germany, all they had to do was turn the damn thing off. (laughs) They didn't have to blow it up. Not to mention, as soon as it happened, Russia began making plans to repair it. (laughs) So from the get-go, I was convinced the Biden regime or at least one of the uh, allied proxies, was behind this. Now, I didn't have any direct evidence of this, of course, but gun to my cat's head, I would definitely say it was the U.S. behind it. The circumstantial evidence points to the regime from every angle. Russia had no incentive to do this, either did continental Europe. But who does? The Ferengis and the U.S. government. The most obvious reason is the economic threat posed by the pipeline, coupled with the fact that Biden and company have been threatening to shut it down anyways. (laughs) But what really sold me on the idea that it was the U.S. was the geostrategic implications. A German-Russian alliance is incredibly strong when you combine the creativity of the Deutschland and the manpower of Mother Russia. Not to mention, European countries aren't exactly going to be gung-ho to support this war in the Ukraine against Russia if they're simultaneously relying on Russian energy. But did anyone in the media talk about these simple facts I just gave you? Nope. Of course, because those facts are conspiracy theories. Or wait, 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 wait. Misinformation. Misinformation. <laughs> The endless gaslighting is just ridiculous. Everybody in the media and government on the exact same page. Russia did it. Why? Because we said so. Here's a funny clip I found um, that really point takes that point home. Um, it's by a guy named Orf on uh, Twitter. About the media and government pushing that exact narrative, of course, with zero proof. We'd have to conclude without the evidence that it's most likely Russia. Russian sabotage on its own infrastructure. It's a common sense matter. I think it's Putin's way of sending a message. What Putin is saying to us by blowing up his pipeline is, look, I can blow up a pipeline. Everyone knows that Putin did this himself. It's the closest thing to a smoking gun without the direct proof. Yeah. I think logic and common sense will tell you that without without the the evidence, evidence, Russia was behind the incident. We can say it for sure. Who sabotaged the Nord Stream 2 pipeline? The Russians. <laughs> I love the certainty, and I appreciate <laughs> the insight. Yeah, there's exactly uh, one country on that list of suspects, Brad, um, <laughs> and r- Russia would Russia would be it. It's hard to imagine others with a significant motive but uh CIA director John Brennan Russia is certainly the most likely suspect Russia is certainly the likeliest suspect of Russia is most likely behind this Russia is the likely cause of that. likelihood it. that Russia is behind the attacks very likely Russian likely, likely Russian. Russian it is likely that this is an act by Russia the most likely thing is is in fact the most likely likelihood that Russia is behind the attacks very likely Russian likely, likely Russian. Russian it is likely that this is an act by Russia. The most likely thing is, is in fact, the most likely thing. Russia, the most likely suspect at this point, according to many, is Russia. I've heard people I trust saying that it's just probably Russia. Vladimir Putin the most likely. Russia is likely to blame. I mean, that's totally something Putin would do, and then go blame it on someone else. Essentially a scenario of cutting off your nose to spite your face here. Why would Russia bomb its own pipeline? It doesn't seem to make sense if you're thinking in a rational actor scenario, but... Experts agree that Russia is the key suspect. Experts say Russia. Experts, experts point the finger at Russia. Experts pointing their finger at Russia. European leaders are pointing the finger at Russia. And all fingers pointing at Vladimir Putin. Pointing the finger at Moscow. Pointing the finger at Russia. The Occam's razor points to Russia. (laughs) Most logical points to Russia. German lawmakers point the finger at Russia. Spain points the finger at Russia. All signs point to Russia. Signs point to Russia. (laughs) Russia and Russia. Still kind of seems to me like Occam's razor still point to Russia's involvement. Russia is a prime suspect. Putin the prime suspect. This is a not-so-subtle must message from the Russians. Russian Russian sabotage. Russian sabotage. What's happening here is Russian sabotage. Sabotage by the Russians. Sabotage by the Russians. More stable rattle, more intimidation from the Russians. His playbook, Putin's playbook. Sabotage sounds very part of his playbook. Um, you know, it's 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 essentially owned by the Russians and a Russian company. Be hard to protect against self-sabotage. The assessment is Russia was behind it. Certainly the suspicions have got to be Russia who's doing it. It's gotta be. Help be a Russia. It's the obvious explanation that this was done by Russia. It's pretty obvious this is a Russian sabotage operation. Russia says, oh, we had nothing to do with this it was probably Russia that blew up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Oh, I think it did. I'm 99% certain of it. Everything that I'm reading and yeah. sensing is that... Russia did it. Russian or Russian forces, so... Um... Russia has done what it frequently does when it is responsible for something, which is make accusations that it was really someone else who did it. And what do you know? You guys are not going to believe this. Everything we were told was a big fat lie. Wow, I am just so shocked. So Seymour Hersh, who, although I don't agree with his politics, he's quite a progressive, but he is an incredibly rare breed because his journalism is impeccable. Uh, he broke the stories on the MyLai massacres, Abu Ghraib, the Pentagon Papers. He's just really a sound journalist, which you don't see anymore. Of course, when he broke this story, what do you get called? A conspiracy theorist. Oh, of course, that's right. (laughs) So anyways, Mr. Hirsch, on February 8th, so just a couple days ago, broke the story that I was already convinced of and that any kind of just basic logical reasoning would draw you to or at least give you the strong implication that this was the case. And that is that the Biden regime was, in fact, the culprit of the Nord Stream pipeline demolition along with their co-conspirator, Norway. So let's dive in here into some of these details. And Mr. Hirsch has done us all a great, great service in getting the truth out there to us. I I can't emphasize that point enough. So Mr. Hirsch starts out here kind of with some background. Um, From the beginning, Nord Stream 1 was seen by Washington and its anti-Russian NATO partners as a threat to Western dominance. The holding company behind it was incorporated in Switzerland in 2005 in a partnership with Gazprom, a publicly traded Russian company producing enormous profits for shareholders. And the company is dominated by Mr. Putin's oligarchs. Gazprom controlled 51% of the company and four European energy firms, one in France, one in the Netherlands, and two in Germany, shared the remaining 49% of the stock and having the right to control downstream sales of the inexpensive natural gas to local distributors in Germany and Western Europe. Gazprom's profits were shared with the Russian government and state gas and oil revenues were estimated in some years to amount to as much as 45% of Russia's annual budget. Wow. So that's just with Nord Stream 1. So now with this new one they're trying to put in. So now with Nord Stream 2 about to become active, the Biden regime had some real political fears. Putin would now have an additional much-needed major source of income and Germany and the rest of Western Europe would become addicted to low-cost natural gas supplied by Russia. All this while diminishing European reliance on... America. He says here, and Mr. Hirsch says here, quote, Nord Stream 1 was dangerous enough in the view of NATO and Washington, but Nord Stream 2, whose construction was completed in September of 2021, would, if approved by German regulators, double the amount of cheap gas that would be available to Germany and Western Europe. The second pipeline also would provide enough gas for more than 50% of Germany's annual consumption. Tensions were constantly escalating between Russia and NATO, backed by the aggressive foreign policy of the Biden administration, end quote. And then later on, he says, quote, As long as Europe remained dependent on the pipelines for cheap natural gas, Washington was afraid that countries like Germany would be reluctant to supply Ukraine with the money and weapons it needed to defeat Russia, end quote. And that's exactly it, exactly what I was saying. These countries getting along is an obstacle to the globalist New World Order agenda and the power structure that is necessary for that to uh, be advanced. The reason it should be of no surprise who is behind this act, as I alluded to earlier, is that officials in the U.S. government haven't exactly (laughs) been shy as to their animosity towards Nord Stream. On the eve of the Biden inauguration in January 2021, when Senate Republicans, led by Ted Cruz, repeatedly raised the political threat of cheap Russian natural gas during the confirmation hearing of Blinken as Secretary of State, by then a unified Senate had successfully passed a law, as Cruz told Blinken, that halted the pipeline in its tracks. So there'd be enormous political and economic pressure from the German government then headed by Angela Merkel to get that second pipeline online. And even more egregious, um, you have on February 7th, less than three weeks before the Russian invasion of Ukraine, Biden met in his White House office with German Chancellor Olaf, Olaf Scholz. At the press briefing that followed, demented Joe Biden defiantly said, if Russia invades... There will be no longer a Nord Stream. We will put an end to it. Uh, the, the border. If Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again. Then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream two. We we will bring an end to it. What do, what? How will you how will you do that? Exactly. Since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control. We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. Possibly this is a good idea to... So stop and think about this for a moment. These sons of bitches publicly threaten Nord Stream, and then when it gets blown to smithereens, they have the audacity to turn around and gaslight the living shit out of us and say, Russia did it! They practically told us what they were going to do. And yet people still fall for the same lie over and over and over again. Do you see what I'm talking about? Does this not piss you off? But these incredible narcissistic fools making these idiotic decisions, putting us on the edge of World War III, literally, and constantly lying to us, wouldn't happen if the public didn't allow it. A narcissist cannot function without enablers. And the people who just don't question the narrative and go along with everything the regime pushes, but instead they get mad at people like me, who take endless heat and criticism for bringing the truth, instead of focusing on the actual bad actors who are screwing everything up, those people, those people are the enablers, the NPC types. You see, if you take away the enablers, the narcissist cannot thrive. They can't do it. So this whole conspiracy to destroy the pipeline was nine months in the making. So Mr. Hirsch provides the background of what events took place leading up to the explosion. Biden and his corrupt-as-hell ringies, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, Secretary of State Tony Blinken, and Victoria Nuland, the Under Secretary of State for Policy, were the main players in this. Sleepy Joe authorized Jake Sullivan to bring together an interagency group to come up with a plan. In December of 2021, two months before the first Russian tanks rolled into Ukraine, Jake Sullivan convened a meeting of a newly formed task force, which included the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the CIA, and the State and Treasury Departments. And he asked for recommendations about how to respond to Putin's impending invasion. What became clear to participants, according to the source with direct knowledge of the process, is that Sullivan intended for the group to come up with a plan for the destruction of the two Nord Stream pipelines and that he was delivering on the desires of the president. So as a little more background context, in the past few years of the East-West crisis, the U.S. military has vastly expanded its presence inside Norway, whose western border runs about 1,400 miles along the North Atlantic Ocean, and it merges above the Arctic Circle with Russia. In return... The Norwegian government angered some in its parliament last November by passing the Supplementary Defense Cooperation Agreement, which under this deal the U.S. legal system would have jurisdiction in certain agreed areas in the north over American soldiers accused of crimes off base, as well as over those Norwegian citizens accused or suspected of interfering with the work at the base. Back in Washington, planners knew they had to go to Norway for this. Quote, they hated the Russians and the Norwegian Navy was full of superb sailors and divers who had generations of experience in highly profitable deep sea oil and gas exploration. End quote, the source said. They also could be trusted to keep the mission secret. The Norwegians had other interests as well. The destruction of Nord Stream, if the Americans could pull it off, would allow Norway to sell vastly more of its own natural gas to Europe. The Norwegians were key to solving other hurdles. The Russian Navy was known to possess surveillance technology capable of spotting, trigger, spotting, and, of spotting and triggering underwater mines The American explosive devices needed to be camouflaged in a way that would make them to the Russian system as part of the natural background, something that required adapting to the specific salinity of the water. The Norwegians had a fix. The Norwegians also had a solution to the critical question of when the operation should take place. So every June for the past 21 years, the uh, American 6th Fleet, has sponsored a major NATO exercise in the Baltic Sea, involving scores of Allied ships throughout the region. The current exercise, held in June, would be known as Baltops 22. So the Norwegians had this great idea that they would use this exercise as the ideal cover to plant the mines. So, last June, Navy divers operating under the cover of a widely publicized midsummer NATO exercise, Ball Tops 22, planted their remotely triggered explosives that three months later destroyed three of the four Nord Stream pipelines. So, originally, I guess they were just going to blow them up on the spot, but that'd be far too obvious, <laughs> even for the regime, apparently. So what they did is they planted them in June, but they waited three months later to actually detonate the mines. And uh, Mr. Hirsch says here, quote, On September 26, 2022, a Norwegian Navy P-8 surveillance plane made a seemingly routine flight and dropped a sonar buoy. The signal spread, the signal spread underwater, initially to Nord Stream 2 and then on to Nord Stream 1. A few hours later, the high-powered C-4 explosives were triggered and three of the four pipelines were cut out of commission. Within a few minutes, pools of methane gas that remained in the, shuttered pup- in the shattered pipelines could be seen spreading on the water's surface, and the world learned that something irreversible had taken place. Oh, in Norway. The next day, <laughs> they opened up their pipeline to uh, sell gas to Poland for resale in Germany oh, wow, wow, what? Just a complete and utter coincidence, right? They're just so brazen with this stuff. Less than a month ago, this was late January, January, Victoria Newland expressed satisfaction at the demise of the newest of the pipelines, testifying at a Senate Foreign Relations Committee, told Senator Ted Cruz, quote, like you, I am, and I think the administration is, very gratified to know that Nord Stream 2 is now As you like to say, a hunk of metal at the bottom of the sea, end quote. So that's what they're saying. But but Putin did it, okay? Putin did it. Oh. Wow. Is anyone even reporting on this story? Maybe they did over the weekend. I don't know. But last I checked, nobody was touching it. Silence. And that's why the truth doesn't get out there, people. What do you think this uh, stupid Chinese weather spy balloon was? When did that happen? When did Seymour Hersh publish his story? Distractions. And no one in government is bothering to respond to it either. I think I've heard like one thing, and that was by uh, Senator Mike Lee... And he put out a tweet expressing that uh, this is serious and, and needs looked into. Everyone else has seemed silent. I might have seen like one or two responses from Biden's minions. And what do you think they said? That's right. Conspiracy theories. Oh, wow. They really have a limited uh, deck of cards to play with, don't they? they? Just the same one every time. That's all they got. One trick pony. But it's just endless gaslighting from government and media. No matter how exposed they become, just the same old thing. Lie, rinse, and repeat. These acts by Biden that I've just described, they are blatant acts of war. There's there's no way around it. Uh, As uh, concerning as that is, to launch an attack on a foreign energy pipeline not only is it an act of war against our so-called enemy, Russia, and I say so-called because there's, there's no reason Russia has to be an enemy of the United States, but on top of that, it's an act of war against our ally, the Germans, which is just insane. Biden's actions are also grossly unconstitutional. Article 1, Section 8 gives only the Congress the power to declare war. He's also in violation of the War Powers Resolution, which really is itself unconstitutional because what that did is it gave leeway to just the president in terms of engagement in war. But again, the Constitution says in no uncertain terms, only Congress can declare war. Look, I know every president has violated the Constitution, okay? And I know in the present times it... it, It's extremely commonplace, and I don't like it, but I'm just being honest about this fact. But if there's ever an impeachable offense, it would be this right here. I mean, this is crazy. The regime is as insane as it is stupid. Right now, we can only hope that we don't see significant retaliation for this unjustified escalation. So, I want to thank you all for checking out the show. How much coverage did this story I just told you guys get? I wonder how many people even know about it. We need to get the truth out to more people. Plain and simple. So, please, please share the show. Make sure to subscribe. It's free, but this way you don't miss anything. And I do appreciate the paid subscribers. I don't have just extra time on my hands laying around, okay? And... I'll never bring in significant money from this show because I say it like it is. No company is ever going to invest substantial cash into that. But those of you who do chip in a little bit, it shows me you have a lot of integrity and that you get something out of the time I put in this content. And ultimately, I will come up with something special for the paid subscribers. Um, You just have to give me some time to think about, figure all that out, but... I really, really do appreciate it. Really do. So I hope all you guys enjoy the show and you have a great week here. We will talk to you soon. Take care. I permitted him to live. Where? Father? I need help. What is democracy? What is democracy? It's got something to do with young men killing each other, are When it comes to my t- For democracy, any man would give his only begotten son.